Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Dads on the Rocks podcast. I, as always, am your host, Freddie Moss. Uh, today is episode 25 of the Dads on the Rocks podcast, our uh, quintessential, whatever, 25. It's a quarter. Um, today's guest is um, a little bit different, and uh, I'm very excited and very honored to have him on the show today. He is somebody that helped me uh, quite a bit in the podcasting world when I first started. And even today, he's helping me out by being on the show. Today's guest is one of the three hosts of the Simplistic Reviews podcast. Today, I'm joined by none other than Mr. DJ Valentine. DJ, say hi to everybody. Hey, uh, it's funny because uh, I, 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 I'm not a father and I, I don't drink as much <laughs> on the show. I, I, I told I drink, but I don't drink when I podcast because I have to keep my co-hosts who, who do imbibe on occasion <laughs> quite a bit yeah, here and under, there. under control <laughs> so, so i don't know what i'm doing here actually i'm kind of like the anti death on the rocks podcast guy <laughs> who's the complete opposite we can get on this show i know dj valentine we gotta shake it up he's a childless heathen who doesn't drink anything <laughs> yeah what was i doing let's just end it right here but <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think i walked into the wrong door am i on the wrong show here? Hello? well it's, it's great to be on the show uh i'm 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 happy and uh, I, I guess I'm honored. I, I, I'm, I'm rarely asked to be on shows because I'm kind of uh, long-winded. So I'm going to drag this podcast into the ground. Oh, good, because I needed okay. something like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I'm happy to be here. Good. Um, uh, as, as you said, you don't drink all that often, but and we were even talking uh, uh, pre-show. I drank with you, Freddie. Freddie, don't I, even. I, I know I've had drinks with Freddie. People, listen to me. We <laughs> watched Game me. of Thrones when it was good. Over drunk a- as hell. We've we've. I've, I've, he, Freddie has at seen me house. in a drunken stupor, screaming at the screen when uh, <laughs> uh, Cersei's doing something stupid. He's seen me. I just don't drink when I podcast. Okay, if, if I'm not podcasting, I'm usually in a in a vat of alcohol, but not now. Okay, I'm sober as a judge. <laughs> All right, so I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna gloss over glossy eyed over the uh, the drinking part because I am and DJ is not, and I've had a day, so my my speech <laughs> is gonna get a little bit slurred. Sorry, I'm not sorry, but <laughs> I've been here, I've been, I've done it. I've, I, I, I'll control this podcast, guys. <laughs> Freddie's going into the drink. Now on to your new host, DJ Valentine. That's on the rocks. Right, guys, to the rocks podcast. I'm not a dad, or I'm definitely not on the rocks. Uh, hey guys, doing? As I as I mentioned before, DJ is uh, one of the three hosts of the Simplistic Reviews podcast. Um, DJ, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about your own show and what you guys do? Because I've listened to you guys for a decade now, I think. Oh, yeah, like like from like from the beginning, I've listened to you guys and and uh, like clockwork every first of the month. I am eager to hear the new show. But if anybody out there who has not heard yours that has heard ours, why don't you tell them about it? We uh, we talk movies, we talk TV, we talk crazy things all the time. Uh, we try and do it once a month. Uh, if a regular movie entertainment podcast is the news, we're kind of like the John Stewart Daily Show, where we kind of make fun of most of entertainment news, and we kind of play games and we do uh, sketches, which Freddie has helped tremendously. I, mean, I think he's on the kind. I think I think you're like twenty sketches from last year. So. <laughs> I got <laughs> a really from this year. I got so, an yeah. actual microphone and I'm like, hey, I'm ready to help. <laughs> I was like, are you sure? Because I'm going to I'm going to give you 38 scripts. <laughs> um, about it. <laughs> yeah. But no, we do. We uh, we we do some stuff. We do movie commentaries. We did a movie. We recorded a movie commentary yesterday, which is probably going to get us canceled. And uh, sometimes we do a uh, little uh, shorts, like uh, 15 minutes on a movie called Simply 15. And we do we do a whole bunch of stuff. We, do, we We're a whole kit and caboodle of silly movie entertainment the news analysis i would say so just like actually i i've sort of mimicked because i i love your own uh release schedule i've kind of mimicked my own um you guys release on the first of every month and then simply simply 15 comes out on the 15th of every month and then the movie commentary comes out the 25th i I think he's gonna do the it used to be the 20th i think he might be uh justin he's in charge of the scheduling uh i think he's gonna move it to the 25th but yes the movie show the regular uh entertainmently a crazy pod snl kind of a podcast that comes mm-hmm. out first 
Simply 15 on the 15th. And uh, I think we're starting up a new show, which I'm not allowed to speak about because I don't want to get canceled by Justin. Uh, is <laughs> it's, it's, Imagine uh, Justin canceling somebody. <laughs> Justin's going to cancel me, yeah. Uh, I think it's going to um, be on the that 20th spot. Uh, don't hold me to this. And then the commentary might move to 25th. But yeah, usually have a, a whole bunch of stuff. And then sometimes we'll do a special. We'll do Simplistic Reviews, Ruins History, or something like that. We'll throw that in there. We just try and make as much... Um, stupid comment uh, con- content as possible i would say <laughs> we make stupid comments i've i've always described your show as three guys who know a lot about film and tv that make way too many dick jokes yes. and and curse way too much who are very too opinionated but yes. they also make great points <laughs> <laughs> through the dick jokes and drunken haze you can get you you can find a little kernel a, a little morsel of knowledge <laughs> you get through this wave through all of the sexual innuendos and you can get right to the right to the the, the nitty-gritty of film entertainment commentary <laughs> i do love film and tv and that's why i fell in love with the simplistic reviews podcast not to mention that uh one of the uh triumvirate that's a new word for the day oh, wow. um is one of uh my my best friends matthew stewart he is one of the three and he introduced me to uh to dj and it's it's been an absolute pleasure knowing you dj and oh, thank um, you and all Matthew Stewart, you know, he's the he's the race stands of uh, <laughs> we 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 look at it as a Ghostbusters thing. Uh, he's the he's the race stance of the, the Simplest Group podcast. He's like the heart and soul. Justin's kind of the Peter Venkman. I, I I guess I guess I'm Slimer. I don't know. I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you did not go with I'm the black guy. <laughs> I'm not the, no. I'm not Winston. I'm not I'm not cool enough to be Ernie Hudson. Ernie Hudson's a cool dude. <laughs> Nobody else can be that Ernie Hudson. Maybe, no 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 no. no. Uh, um. What would Julie be? Julie, Julie is definitely Janine. He's Janine. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> That's okay. clearly Janine. Right, okay, yeah. Julie, clearly. if you don't know, I'm not going to spoil it. Go yeah. ahead, listen to Simplistic Reviews podcast, and you'll find out who Julie is. <laughs> There's a whole story behind Julie. I remember when we first did the podcast, and I was like, uh, I mean, in terms of the little humor I have, I, I got from uh, this, this radio host down south in Florida called Neil Rogers, and I got a lot of it from miss mst3k and i got a lot of it from conan and conan o'brien uh he was a master of self-deprecation mm-hmm. and i go we're doing a podcast and you know we're kind of be we're super opinionated and we're you know as freddie has pointed out we curse a lot so we decided to say <laughs> hey why don't we just have somebody insult our show at every moment to take the the fangs out of anybody listening that would insult our show. So have Julie say whatever whatever insult you come to the show. Julie's already come up with a better version of every insult. So if you ever watch the show and you hear Julie, you'll notice everything she says is an insult to the show. Every that's, or us or that's, both. That's brilliant. It's been a decade and I've never even realized. That. If you ever listen to Julie, if you ever hear her say anything about the show, and she intros this, she's our announcer. She does all the intros and outros. But if you've ever paid attention to what she says, it's usually an insult to, to me. <laughs> <laughs> DJ, as you said earlier, um, you are not a father. So what the hell are you doing here? I'm a um, no. <laughs> apologies, apologies, brother. So no, I, I am not. I guess that counts. Um, but but everybody has a story. Everybody has had a father in, in the past in one form or another, or they have known a father figure or something. Um, everybody has a voice here on the Dads on the Rocks podcast. So I know you uh, personally, you did not have a strong father figure growing up. No. I, and I know that was replaced by your mom and your and your older sister. Um, younger sister, younger sister. Young, oh, I'm sorry. I, I thought yeah, she yeah. was. I always thought she was older than you. She's the closest I'm going to get to a child because I raised her when she was. <laughs> I, my, my mother had her when I was 13. So I. Oh, OK. I, Goodness yeah, gracious. Yeah. I didn't know that. that, that yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I always thought she was your older sister. Uh, you know why? Because she's mature. <laughs> <laughs> and you and are clearly a, not. Clearly not. <laughs> <laughs> OK, so so you were raised by your mom and then you had. OK, so you had that father figure over her so what yes. was like that like growing up for you where you didn't have that but you had to bestow that on somebody it was, else it was funny because like when i was younger uh i remember this vividly i remember begging my mother to see a little film called uh die hard when i was a little kid oh, and i was that's 88 i was 10 so uh i was uh underage and i told my mother i was like look if you I, I, I brought it to the table. I go, look, <laughs> I'm 10 years old, but look, uh, 
if you take me to see this movie, you don't have to buy me anything for Christmas. I, I just want to see this movie. I saw a trailer. It's a freaking amazing. And please, just let me see the movie. You don't have, I'm, I'm negotiating here. I'm doing the art of the deal. And she says, okay. And she takes me to see Die Hard. And I literally it changed my life forever. And I still got Christmas gifts that year. Uh, <laughs> and then I remember my mother uh, realizing that I'm not going to freak. Because a lot of parents don't want their kids to see an R-rated movie because they think they're going to freak out. Right. And I didn't, she noticed I didn't freak out. So she made me start watching some more. She she allowed me to see some more. Yeah. And there was one movie that I got to see, but I didn't see all of it. And it was called Black Rain, starring Michael Douglas and, and uh, Andy Garcia, mm. directed by Ridley Scott. And I fell asleep i was too young i fell asleep maybe the first 10 minutes and my mother god bless her knew i wanted to see it i was, it was just very tired she literally one day as we're driving somewhere far it was a long drive explained to me the entire plot of black rain and like and that kind of probably taught me how to be a storyteller kind of right. and she literally she broke down every little facet of black rain which is not black rain is like you know it's a throwaway movie but i i loved it so so when I was like, my sister was born, I was like, you know, I'm going to do, <laughs> I'm going to try and bestow film love to my sister. And then very young age, I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to see if I'm going to make her watch some scary stuff. And I'm gonna, just going to weed her into it. And this is where Freddie thinks my sister's older than me, because my sister at a very young age is very, very mature. I remember making her sit down and watch a movie. I will get into it later because it's on the one of the lists I have here. Mm. And she was maybe eight and she figured out the twist. 10 minutes in and i think she realized and i realized then that she is so smart that movies are beneath her <laughs> so she, she's not a huge movie person i tried i, I think there's certain movies she loves she loves avengers and she loves the you know the incredibles and stuff like that yeah i took her with but like certain like if i tell her to go watch like you know watch sound the music she's she's a music person she's not a movie person as much as i've tried i sometimes i beg her I, beg, I I drug her to see the Force Awakens. I drug her to see uh, it, it, again. If it's Marvel, she's in because I think I I I, I mean that's did, an easy sell though. Right, right. I, but and I and I got her early with that because I think I saw I took her to see. I always tell the story when I saw the Avengers for the first time. I took her to see it, <clears throat> and the greatest bonding moment that we ever had was. There's a scene in the Avengers, if you haven't seen the Avengers and you're living under a rock or you're Freddy, uh, <laughs> where there there's the whole climactic battle where they're going from Avenger to Avenger as they're fighting all the Chitauri and all that stuff. And I just remember my sister, sister sitting next to me and she just whispers over. She hadn't said anything the entire movie. She just leans over and goes, this is so cool. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. I got it. You know? So every Avengers movie. And recently we've seen Spider-Man No Way Home. Mm -hmm. uh, spoiler alert for Spider-Man No Way Home. And there's a certain, uh, I, I won't spoil it, but a certain character shows up. And it's, it's, it's literally the same. And my sister doesn't say anything the entire movie. And I'm, because I'm geeking out because I'm an old a man. Shame. I'm like, a shame. Yeah. And I'm just, yeah, this is great. And my sister, I turn, I look at her and she's just crying. <laughs> because it's she, she's i mean it, she's she's a grown woman now but i just that anything marvel related or you know comic book related she kind of is cool if it's anything else <laughs> if it's any if it's any other movie she's kind of like eh. <laughs> right. but it's funny they have they have a way specifically in the mcu that they have a way of planting those seeds a little bit and right and and tugging and make and giving you that fan service and i know fan service is at this point kind of cliche but i don't give a shit it is yeah. exactly what i want like i know exactly who you're talking about when done they, well they put perfect. in there exactly when done well it's perfect i mean i and I, I i've seen the other side of the pendulum where i have a lot of people give me crap when they're like oh do something different i, I understand that but sometimes you don't i'll say you don't have to but again if you execute it well you can give me something different and still serve me because that's what you're supposed to be doing, serving me. Sometimes you want to serve me something different, something I didn't know I wanted, and it works. You're like, oh, wow, I didn't even know I wanted this. This is excellent. Yeah, exactly. And sometimes you do that, and it's like, this is this is awful. And that's the risk you take when you do something different. And sometimes you serve me something that I want. I Give me the fan service, and it's cliche, like you're saying. And then sometimes you do Spider-Man No Way Home, where it seems like you're paying off two decades of stuff. Yeah. And it's like, that's fan service that... We, thought out correctly works which you can do yeah that and that makes sense i feel like that was an easy gamble 
but it wasn't a stupid one by any means. It was no. it was perfectly done. I mean, I I have my own issues with No Way Home, and we can do an entire show about that. But that's yeah, not yeah. what we're doing today. <laughs> but um, and honestly, my I I will say this: like one of the things that I hated about No Way Home had mm. nothing to do with the movie. It mm. was that I was so excited about the movie that I couldn't wait to find out things about it before it ever came out. Oh, so yeah, you fucked so yourself. I, I did it. And it's it's not the movie's fault. I hundred percent admit right. that it's my own fault and my own like looking at your presence before Christmas kind of thing. Yeah, I um, I, I, I go blackout on something. Like like um uh, a certain other movie came out in March and I had uh only so, I think I watched the first trailer. I'm talking about the Batman. Yeah. And, I have not uh, seen it yet by the way. <laughs> I'm waiting for it to go to streaming. Um, uh, yeah, <laughs> I, it's but yeah, it's, I, I, it's not my fault. I have children. I cannot go to the movie theater. No, no, I, you, you have reasons. You have reasons. But no, I, I, I usually if I see a movie and I'm like I'm really excited to see a movie, especially certain movies, I will black out. Like I'll be like, okay, I don't want to see anything else. I watched the first trailer for the Batman. I was like, I'm good. So any TV spots or Twitter, I will uh, mute it because I don't want to. I want to go in cold. Certain other movies, like I don't care. Like you know. Uh, uh, whatever uh, whatever eternals i didn't really care you yeah. show me whatever i don't but for special things like the batman or no way home or something i kind of go okay i kind of think i, I kind of nothing knew suspected what was going to happen but just in case i didn't want to see any trailer like there's a movie coming out soon and a friend of mine on uh, twitter it's called the North, it's a movie coming out called the northman it's like a viking revenge thing with uh yeah with uh what's his name uh, eric uh, eric from uh true blood yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Skarsgård, uh, Peter Skarsgård, I think. Eric. Yeah. No, I keep going to Eric because I, I don't. Yeah, I don't, yeah. But the guy, the there's like six guy. of them. I don't know. One of those Skarsgårds. One of those Skarsgårds. But yeah, uh, a guy tweeted out to me because they put released a clip and he tweeted at me, "Don't watch this." I was like, "Thank you," because oh, wow. I have a feeling it's going to show me something that I don't want to see. Because sometimes I want to go in. If it's a movie I'm anticipating, I want to go in as cold turkey as possible because I don't want to have the experience Freddie had, where you're like, I, I seen so much or and so not seen so much but like they're telling me so much stuff i have all this stuff built up and then I, it, it's easy for a letdown yeah kind of want to go especially some and it's not for every movie it's just got just the certain special ones like infinity war you know stuff stuff like that with mission impossible fallout it's stuff big thing a bond movie that's big I will kind of go, okay, I, I, you got my money already. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go watch you. <laughs> I don't need to see any commercials. The commercial, I always say for if they're ever going to release a, a, a big blockbuster like a, when Endgame was coming out, and I was like, you know what? You, your trailers could just be got people talking about, hey, Endgame's coming out. <laughs> just, just have the Russo Brothers is in a white room. No, no background, no footage. Where movie's coming out, you're going to see it. <laughs> That's you the know, commercial. <laughs> and if, honestly, they didn't need to say anything for Endgame, which it and I know I'm coming back to MCU, but like, mm. I, I love how they did it. They didn't give too much away because no. there were so much fan service things. Endgame is is my absolute favorite in the, in the first ten years of, of the first three phases, it, because there was so much that uh, payoff at in just that movie alone. It's but like, wow. Endgame, you have Endgame over Infinity War. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It, it. And I love Infinity. It's not to say that I don't love that one. Of like Ultron was one of my all time favorites because it has one of our favorites, uh, James Spader. Spader. Yeah. <laughs> can we, can we can we just okay forget all that? Can we just stop for just a second and talk mm. about James Spader's voice? Oh, and, he's great. <laughs> he's fantastic. Like First you, off, and I, you and I have talked about the blacklist so often that yeah. I would do <laughs> anything to get the blacklist in my head. All the time, <laughs> I was I was watching. Uh, it's funny because I was just talking about the blacklist yesterday, and I I had I stopped watching it maybe three seasons back, and then somebody was watching it near me, and it was they told me a character was not on the show anymore, and I'm like, last time I was watching the show, if this character wasn't there, uh, Red Reddington would be like ballistic because yeah. I've they're like, well, he is looking for. I was like, no, no, no. I've seen a scene where Red Reddington covered a man in gasoline and stuck a cigar in his mouth just to see if he would light himself on fire and then literally said the suspense is killing me and then shot him because <laughs> he didn't want to wait that guy is a psychopath <laughs> now he's like kind of like they muted him but yeah yeah J- spader, spader is a whole spader. i'm gonna take a i'm gonna take a page out of your book uh kids if you haven't seen the blacklist <laughs> especially the first i'd say three seasons if you want to if you're a spader fan and haven't seen the blacklist or you're a spader fan and you haven't seen boston legal or you're a spader fan and you haven't seen 
pretty in pink or if you're a spader fan you haven't seen uh two days in the valley if you're a spader fan this whole james spader or, or the office uh, what's his name um california i forget yeah, his name. uh uh some uh, robert california robert california he has one of the greatest li- i'm the lizard king i'm the, one lizard of the greatest king. lines of all time <laughs> Vader's awesome. So when I when they cast him as Ultron, I was like, oh yeah. But to me, and I know you love Ultron. And I, I, I'm a fan of Ultron. I, I think it's un, I'd say much malign, more malign than it needs to be. I wanted evil, cold Ultron with Spader's voice, and they gave me Tony Stark, Spader as Tony Stark, which yeah. is fun and entertaining, but. Which I makes sense, but it's I, not what I wanted. Yeah, it could, he would have eaten it up as if it, as cold Ultron, because in the books and any other form, Ultron isn't cracking jokes. He's just like, I'm going to kill all of cold, you. Yeah, he's cold and calculated and meticulous. And he's a Terminator. And evil. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, God. Um, I would even go, like, talking about the Blacklist, because... It makes it makes me sad that it's been so many years since I've seen it. But just the first season, give it oh, the first good. season, just from from one to to final. I don't, I don't know, fifteen episodes that season. Mm. I can't even remember. Just how it was episodic, and then it wasn't all of a sudden. Was <laughs> was just the best payoff. I I didn't know that I wanted. So if if you've ever seen uh, James Spader in anything and dig that kind of voice, it's it's uh, his most. He, he's just, all, full Spader. He's just yeah. He goes. He gets full to play a badass. Spader. He gets to play charming. He gets to play almost funny, like, conniving, funny, terrifying. It, it, they essentially just say, "Hey, Spader, go go nuts," mm-hmm. which is why I kind of like the show for three seasons. I think I dropped off because of it. Got a lot of it. Got a lot convoluted of. Is he the father? Is he not the father? That's like, eh, whatever. Yeah. Just give me Spader being Spader. And again, if you want to see Spader at his funniest, just watch any season of Boston Legal. That's the funniest Spader has ever been. His see, chemistry. I've, I've never seen that, and I'm oh, 100% down to watch it. Okay, it, so that is going to lead us into our next segment. Right, right, right. <laughs> so um, DJ and I workshop um, here and there on uh, skits for simplistic reviews. Mm-hmm. Um most recently, we did the uh, the Morbius. Where uh, actually, no, he he wrote the script entirely, but uh, but I helped with that one. But you were Morbius. You were Michael. I was Morbius I was service. Michael Morbius at your service. <laughs> at your service. Um, but one of the things that I I was uh, really proud of was um, uh, the C-SPAN, the simplistic oh. reviews uh, C-SPAN. Love that. Uh, Love that sketch. That was that was very good. Um, it, my, it it started one way and then DJ took it another way and then we think tanked it and it turned out at what it was and it was very good. Um, but I had an idea of playing a game because um, I've always wanted to guest on the Simplistic Reviews podcast. Mm-hmm. And I've always had this idea of playing a game called The Hell's the Matter with You? <laughs> where, where I... And the other guys in the Simplistic Reviews podcast talk about where they list movies that are obviously a movie that you would have seen before. Clearly, this is a movie that you would have seen before. And me, I only started catching up on movies in the past couple of years, and I'm not quite there yet. So, right. (laughs) I would say that for as weird and depraved as we are in the Simplistic Reviews podcast, between the three of us, we've pretty much seen everything. I think we've seen, I maybe the, a blind spot might be European film, but I've seen a lot of European films. I've this last two years since the pandemic, I've been catching up on all my Bollywood stuff. We've seen everything, so <laughs> when we have Freddie here who hasn't seen shit, <laughs> <laughs> and not very, just not just like this weird like indie film whatever like like i, no, like I saw big stuff. <laughs> i saw the first lord of the rings movie like three years ago and i never watched any of the other ones i'm wow. sorry if that if that dips we'll stop in after your... return of the king and you're good <laughs> you're, you're fine you can, you can stop right there <laughs> okay so so today we're gonna play a game called the hell's the matter with you <laughs> where dj is gonna start uh listing movies uh mm. from i think you said 15 I have 15 here. Yes. Okay, so we're going to start at 15. Uh, 15 being the most likely, like the most passable. Like, okay, I can kind of see where you wouldn't have seen this before up until number one, like the most. What the hell is the matter with it? <laughs> if, if you visit my letterbox page, uh, trying to be DJB on letterbox, you will see that the following 15 films are all 
in my five star classics. It's the highest rating you can give these movies. So every movie on this list, I gave five stars. It's one. These are all some of my favorite films of all time. And I'm not 100% sure if Freddie has seen them. I have no idea. And some of them, I think he might have mentioned it, but I'm not even sure if he's seen all of it. He might have just, I've heard of this thing. I'm pretty sure he's heard of these movies. I'm not sure if he's seen them. I think, I, and to, to give you some credit, I think you can get 10 of these. I think you've got 10 in your- You, you think you I can get, go 10? I think you can go 10 out of 15. If you go less than 10 out of 15, you got some explaining to do, my friend. Uh. <laughs> okay, I, I think- because I know you and I know me, I think I if I'm if I hit six, I'm in You're great good. shape. <laughs> He's doing a touchdown dance. He gets six. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing the hands on the knees, like wow. in there. Yeah. Wow. Okay. All right. Um. All right. <laughs> it's so... funny because we workshop these sketches, and I'd be like, okay, uh, I'm gonna do this thing about the last boy scout. I remember just it was like almost other day. He's like, I've never seen the last boy scout. <laughs> it's like I don't get this joke. I'm like, oh shit. Uh. <laughs> Well, I'm doing this thing called network. And was, what? Ne- what? What network? Uh, USA? No, 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 no. This movie. This. <laughs> anyway, all right. Top fifteen. All right, we're starting from least likely to have seen it to what? Uh, so, <laughs> what the hell's the matter with you? Okay. Uh, no, number one. This is this is. I don't think you. Well, number fifteen. Number fifteen. Number or fifteen. 15. Whatever. Yes. Flip the numbers. Number fifteen. Though I have it listed as one. Anyway, uh, number fifteen. This is an animated film. So. I don't think you've seen it, but it's a five-star classic. It's called Akira. I have not seen that. You have not. I, I figured that that's it's it's a manga. It's maybe the Citizen Kane of uh, uh, animated uh, Japanese manga movies, but it's fine. Akira's very good movie. Uh, I recommend it's one of the some of the greatest animation of all time. The comic book I think is still going on. I have to look it up. Anyway, uh, skipping that one. It's fine. Yeah, I watch <laughs> okay. it. Very good. Uh, number two. Leon the Professional. Never seen it. Never heard of it. Okay, there was an actor in here called Jean Reno, and another actor you might have heard of named Gary Oldman, and another <laughs> actor in there named Natalie Portman, and maybe her second role? She was a little girl in this movie. It's one of the best freaking movies of all time. <laughs> Danny Aiello. At least in this. the top 15. <laughs> Oh man, but I, I had a feeling you had seen it. It's, it's kind of a fringe action, romantic kind of. If you put Lolita and uh, uh, John Wick together, you you don't know these two movies anyway. Okay, number three, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the good, the bad, and the ugly. A guy named Clint Eastwood's in this movie. <laughs> I don't know if you've heard of Clint Eastwood. <laughs> I've never seen. It. I was getting, oh, con- I was confusing Christ. it with um, what's what? <laughs> you're confusing it. No, <laughs> I, no, I was confusing it with the other like. Spaghetti Western one was it? This him? is possibly the greatest prequel of all time. Yes, the good, the bad, and the ugly is a prequel movie. If you've seen it, you'll know why. Uh, yes, it stars Clint Eastwood, Eli Wallach, and a little man named Lee Van Cleef, who was the totem for a uh, character in the Boba Fett show called uh, what's his name? Cad Bane. Cad Bane is based on Lee Van Cleef's character in the Good. Oh, Bible. I didn't know that. All yes, right. that's why he looks exactly like him. Uh, as, other than the blue face. In the weird <laughs> <thing>. uh, <laughs> number four. Uh, first off, watch Good, the Bad, the Ugly. If you're not a West, okay, it's a Western. I don't know if you like Westerns. I'm not, not sure, but it's one of the best Westerns ever. Okay, okay, pause real quick. What is the difference between a Western and a Spaghetti Western? This is a spaghetti western because spaghetti western is made in, uh, by an Italian film director. This is made by the great Sergio Leone, who is he was Italian, and uh, they filmed a lot of these, I think, in Italy. But most of these are made by like uh, Django, the original Django. I think mm-hmm. spaghetti western because that's made by uh, I think an Italian director as well. Don't hold me to this, but yes, this was the first film my stepfather made me like force me at to watch you must watch this movie and it got me into westerns it was funny because i saw this first because it's three of them there's a trilogy it's called the man with no name trilogy it's a fistful of dollars a few dollars more and then the good the bad is the third one but it takes place before those two movies anyway moving on number four <laughs> uh the usual suspects yes i have seen the usual thank suspects. god okay with Woo. um uh, kaiser sose Yes, we're, with we're, Kevin Spacey, the, the, the actor who shall remain nameless. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, I'm I'm still a Spacey fan. I know that he did some dubious shit, but dubious. Yeah, I, I I I I still I'm still gonna watch House of Cards. I'm still gonna watch. Oh, K-Pax. I'm not gonna watch K-Pax, but <laughs> I own K-Pax actually. 
K-Pax was, the, K-Pax was my first introduction to Kevin Spacey. <laughs> oh, my God. Really? <laughs> yes. I Glenn Glary. Okay. Uh, yeah. Usual Suspects is written by a guy who I talk about a lot, who people probably don't know, who's a pretty big deal now. It was written by this guy named Christopher McQuarrie. And Christopher McQuarrie is now the guy that Tom Cruise has making all the Mission Impossible movies. He also did my one of my favorite films of all time, The Way of the Gun, which I know you have not seen. Uh, but Usual uh, <laughs> Suspects is an amazing film. I'm glad you've seen it because you're getting on the list of uh, <laughs> you're, you're, you're striking out, but you got to use this. I'm happy. All right, here we go. I think you've seen this. You had to have seen this. There's no way you didn't see this movie. This is my, and me and Justin will have a fight here because, well, not really much of a fight because Justin is the Batman James Bond aficionado. He's the one I go to with all my questions about Batman and James Bond. But this is my favorite James Bond movie. And it's pretty recent. So recency bias. Skyfall. I have never seen a single James Bond film. I think I just lost all credibility. with. Don't tell Justin because he might come for you. <laughs> yeah. uh, Doesn't Justin <laughs> live on the West Coast? He does. He still will come for you. Doesn't he? He will fly over here and punch me in the dick because I don't know who you are. (laughs) I don't know what you want. (laughs) Oh no! Uh, So you played the? Have you played the video game Goldeneye? No. Okay. That's that's, that's all right. (laughs) I know it's very popular on the only one of the greatest video games of all time. (laughs) It's it's, it's fine. I'm not stressing out at all. But uh, yes, uh, again, a lot of people don't like Skyfall. I love Skyfall. People say Casino Royale. Uh, Skyfall is my favorite. I just love it to, to, to pieces. But uh, most people might say Goldfinger or Dr. No or Live and Let Die. Yeah. But, you know, whatever. You, you have no idea what I'm talking about. Uh, See, number, I, remember, <laughs> I remember asking you about this um, a while ago. Like, mm. I wanted to start to get into James Bond, and I said, where do I begin? Uh, and yes. it's, it's very like, I don't know, because I was – because. There's some episode. crap in there. There is crap in yeah. there. There's 25 years of movies, so you're gonna fall some. You're gonna fall into a lot of Thunderballs and Moonrakers. But uh, this, this the man with the golden gun, I love. That's Christopher Lee. Speaking of Lord of the Rings, he's in that. He's the main bad guy in that mm-hmm. one. And, uh, you got Goldfinger, which is where Odd Job comes from. The guy with the hat that throws. Yep. I don't know. If, yeah, that's you know. And then you got the Timothy Dalton, which is Timothy Dalton's Timothy Dalton because of uh, Living Daylights and uh, License to Kill and stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It, I would say start from the beginning because you just want to cover your. That's one of those. Fran- it's the long one of the longest running franchises of all time. Just get get it out the way. Just knock okay. it down. Got it. Uh, number six. I don't think you've seen this, though. If you've listened to this Buzzfeed podcast, we make references to this movie all the time, mainly because Justin does the greatest Al Pacino impersonation of all time. But uh, <laughs> it's called Heat. I don't know if you've seen this movie. Um. I don't think so. No, <laughs> I don't think so. And but I will agree that he does one of the best Al Pacino <laughs> impressions I've ever if heard. You ever hear if you ever hear Justin saying she's got a great ass or anything like that? That's from the movie Heat. With it's the first movie where Al Pacino and Robert De Niro shared the screen together. Uh, they were in another movie together, but they didn't share the screen. Uh, this is also Val Kilmer. This is William Fichter. This is Michael yeah. Mann. No, this I is haven't. John Voigt. <laughs> Michael T. Williamson, uh, who else is it? Ted Levine's in this movie. Natalie Portman is in this movie. Another Henry Natalie Rollins Portman in this list. In, yeah, this movie has one of the greatest casts of all time. But Danny Trejo's in this movie. Good Tom God. Sizemore's in this movie. Uh, who am I forgetting? Tom Noonan's in this movie. It's a fantastic film. Michael Mann's masterpiece. It was based on a conversation. This is a remake of a TV movie called uh i don't think it was called heat i think it was called cops i can't remember the name of it but right. dennis farina was a uh consultant on this movie it's it's a it, it has one of the greatest shootouts in cinema history to the fact that the military was using a, a scene where val Kilmer shoots a gun as training and they say if you cannot shoot your gun and reload it as fast as val Kilmer does it in this scene you fail the class that comes from the movie heat so yes watch the movie heat it's fantastic. I think Moby does some of the soundtrack. It's fantastic. Uh, next one. <laughs> I don't believe you haven't seen it, but it's okay. It's a fringe movie, but once you see it, you're like, I, I, I think my life has changed. Uh, <laughs> here we go. Xander uh, Berkeley's in that. Okay, anyway. The Wrath of Khan. No. You even know which number this Star Trek this is. This doesn't, is like, it doesn't matter. The only one that I've ever seen was the first remake with Chris Pine. That's the oh only my. one I've ever seen. 
the very first one. And I think, no, I'm, I'm sorry. I did see the second one where uh, Benedict Cumberbatch was uh, con and you found that out like, uh, later. Goodness. So you have no reference to what the fuck you're talking about. I mean, like, I know, like, like the nerd culture about like Khan, like I, I kind of know like he's the but bad you guy. Oh, you don't know Khan, but I don't know it as <sighs> intimately as I should. No, I have never. Montalban just uh-uh. chewing the fuck out of the scenery the entire movie. <laughs> it's all no. he's doing is just oh god, Admiral, god, Admiral. It's fun. Trust me, if you're gonna watch any Star Trek movie, you don't. You can skip them all. Watch Wrath of Khan because it transcends a Star Trek movie. It transcends. Okay. It is. Probably William Shatner's. Uh, he's very good in it. <laughs> <He's> very good. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to use hyperbole. It's my favorite Star Trek movie. It should be everybody's. But I know my friend Jake Lewis hates it. I don't know why. Uh, it's 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 fantastic. It's a fantastic movie, and so many things come from it. I we did a sketch on it, and I have not released it yet. Uh, I've been sitting on it for two years. <laughs> it's been sitting in my. Oh, I, I, I have a where I play. Leonard Nimoy's character and uh, Justin plays Kirk. I don't want to spoil it. What happens in the scene or whatever? Watch Wrath of Khan. We're gonna move on. <laughs> this one I know you've not seen. I, I know it. I should have put this higher. Uh, Fargo. Have you seen Fargo? Not the TV show, the movie. I have. Oh, you have. <laughs> I have seen Fargo, and oh. I I hated it. What? Yes. What? I was. <laughs> I remember. Okay, I remember watching Fargo. Okay, maybe. To be fair, people say this is the 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 best, the most perfect Coen Brothers movie. By the way, to be fair, I may not have been in the mood to watch this movie. I may have, I this may have been early on in our friendship where I was looking for movies that I need to watch or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, But I was trying to. I I made a list of like what I have heard with classic movies like Goodfellas. Right. Um, the Godfather, like things like that, like classic movies. And this one made it onto the list. And I eventually watched it because it was on whatever streaming service I had at the time. Mm-hmm. And I watched it. Maybe I wasn't in the mood to watch this movie, but I was just so bored. <laughs> Are you kidding me with Steve Buscemi? And uh, what's his name? Uh, Peter Stromare, William H. Macy. <clears throat> I remember when the Fargo TV show came out and you guys were talking about it on the show. And I'm like, I don't give a shit <laughs> it's fantastic here's the thing about the fargo tv show it's connected to the movie and it's not connected to the movie so you can walk into the tv show and be and love it and have had never have seen the movie or watch the movie watch the tv show and then watch the movie and there's like i think there's one sliver of a connection between oliver platt and what happens at the end with Steve Buscemi in the briefcase. Okay. That's the only connection that they think they have for them from the movie to the TV show. And that's it. And I think the first two, the, not the Chris Rock season of Fargo, but the, the first, with Billy Bob Thornton and uh, Martin Freeman, mm-hmm. that season's f- fucking phenomenal to me. I love that season because Billy Bob Thornton is so creepy in that, <laughs> in that show. Anyway, <laughs> well, I, 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 I would never guess you wouldn't like it. That's because it's so odd everybody acts odd to be be fair i um i acknowledge the fact that sometimes i watch a movie and i don't like it or i do like it and well well okay mainly because when i don't like a movie i acknowledge the fact that i may not be in the mood to watch that type of movie okay that so like like a slow burn kind of movie where eventually it pays off and it's fantastic and i'm watching it on midnight shift where i'm like can somebody just throw a pie or something? Jesus Christ. <laughs> so like, I will, I, I, I get that. And I, I don't like to judge movies on a, on a single watch. So okay. that may, that may be one thing, but okay. okay. But as it stands now, yes, I have seen it. Didn't care for it, but that may change. Okay. Uh, now this one, next one, I, you had to have seen it because you were one of the voices in a sketch making fun of this show, this movie. So <laughs> I would be very surprised if you hadn't seen it. If you hadn't, you probably don't get the joke. <laughs> the <laughs> sketch that you were in. Uh, it's called John Carpenter's The Thing. Have you seen The Thing? I have not seen The Thing. <laughs> <laughs> you were in a sketch <laughs> making fun of this movie. where you? I, play I played Windows. <laughs> yeah, Windows. It gets lit on fire. <laughs> you have no idea what this movie is no about. Idea. 
I remember renting it from Blockbuster oh, so no. many years ago, <laughs> and I started watching it, and I got scared. And I took it back. <laughs> <laughs> well, getting scared is a, is a proper response. It's yeah. a very scary movie. This movie did traumatize a lot of people. Also, the music from The Good, The Bad, The Ugly is composed. Some of the music in this is composed by the same composer, The Good, The Bad, The Ugly. And Ennio Marconi did some of the music, but I think John Carpenter did like ninety percent of it or something like that. Oh, wow. uh, but yeah, same same composer. But yes, uh, the thing thought of to be one of the greatest and it's a remake one of the greatest remakes of all time one of the greatest sci-fi one of the greatest horrors one of the greatest paranoia 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 thrillers whatever it's so good and it's kurt russell at its most kurt russell-y yeah that beard yeah (laughs) (laughs) that kurt russell beard one of the greatest beards of all time uh yes uh i don't believe you you did a sketch where you play the character I do remember, I remember walking the dog one morning after you had asked me to do this mm-hmm. and I looked up the scene so I could kind of get an idea for what windows looked like and how it kind <laughs> of sounded like. Uh-huh. So I'm like, okay, so this is what, where he's going with this. <laughs> <laughs> it's, we did a sketch based on the blood, the, the blood test scene, but uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to, which I have know. no idea what that is. Apparently <laughs> I have no idea what, what is this from? What's going on in this scene? Uh, <laughs> what kids watch the thing all right next one yeah this is a big blockbuster movie so i'm assuming you've seen it. the next probably a bunch of these these are like if you haven't seen them, something's wrong with you so i'm thinking this is a clean sweep here uh it's mainly because you know me and we've talked about we talk about these movies all the time mm-hmm. uh number 10 inception yes one of one of my um not favorite like and I've said this before, like I'm a very big DiCaprio fan. I've seen almost everything that he's been in, everything uh-huh. that t- that comes to mind. But I I am a very big DiCaprio fan. And when something comes out that he's in, I will most certainly watch it. And Inception w- ha- was was no exception. Um, I, I really, I, that was good. I, I should have right. said that you better. That. It would have been much poet, better if I didn't know it. I like it. It would have, it would have come out much better if I wasn't three vodkas. In. Um, <laughs> no, I, I, I do love Inception. Um, it's it reminds me of something else that um uh, a shutter island that, yeah. that was also from him like where where he has a like sadder a, version a, a, a <laughs> shitty past with the kids shutter and wife. like yeah. the shutter island's like the the depressing version of Inception. yeah exactly <laughs> what what number are we up to oh uh, we have we have five more and I, these, these are rapid fire because you have to have seen all of these yeah so i've so i've gotten three out of ten <sighs> yeah you failed already uh <laughs> You're a big failure. Uh, number. I'm on number, par for mine. For for my uh, for six yes. out of fifty. You are on par, you, but I think you've seen these next five movies. I, this, <laughs> there's no way you've missed all five. I would be stunned, mainly because you know me. Next one is Die Hard. <laughs> yes, I had. I made it a point to see Die Hard. In fact, um, Adriana, a previous guest, um, and I were talking about is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Yes, and we is. also came. Uh, came up with Gremlins, like so. We were both supposed to watch. She didn't watch either one, but I watched both Gremlins and Die Hard, and I mm. I agree that Die Hard is and Gremlins is not. As my favorite villain of all time, I mean, we've we've <sighs> mocked this movie on our show, mocked and lovingly because we love it so much. A zillion. Th- this is a movie where I think our, our mutual friend Matthew Stewart and, and I couldn't literally do the entire movie as a play. We know every line. <laughs> Matt will sometimes. If you ever listen to commentaries. Matt will sometimes say something or I will say something that is kind of a line from Die Hard <laughs> on accident. And then one of us, either me or him, will just go on a tangent <laughs> and we'll just start talking. And I will jump into Alan Rickman voice and we'll just start going on a tangent about it because we've seen this movie maybe seven million times. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm at two. I, I watched it originally. I, I may be at three because I may have seen it uh, in between here or there, but I've seen it originally, which was, to be fair, only in the past two or three years um that was one of the w- movies that i'm like i should probably watch this movie um but i but to be fair i had seen die hard three with um samuel jackson yeah, several one. times i loved yeah. it i had just never seen the original and when i watched the original i watched number two which i didn't care for all that much to be fair yeah, it's the third best one yeah <laughs> <laughs> It's the third best one. That's fine. I mean, I know Matthew loves it more than I do. Uh, Does he certain, really? The whole airport thing? If you, if you ever hear me and Matthew say, hey, we with Jima, he loves th- that. <laughs> <laughs> we, 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 
I put it this way. Die Hard 2 is not better than the other two, but it might have just as many great lines in it. <laughs> so yeah, we always okay. reference yeah. that movie. Yeah, fair enough. Okay. I'll give you I that. got enough friends, which we say all the time, which is from <laughs> Die Hard 2. Uh, <laughs> next one is, again, number this one you, ha- you had to have seen. Come on. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yes. Yes. Okay, I, I saw. Okay. I saw. Um, I'm, I wanted to go back and I wanted to watch all of the Indiana Jones movies because I had only you mean ever all three seen, of them. You wanted to see all three of those. Movies. I wanted to see all three of the Raiders of the Lost Ark or excuse me of uh, Indiana Jones. See, yes. I told you about. Um, so I watched the first one for the very first time. I watched the second one for the very first time. And then I watched Last Crusade for like the 18th time because I've seen Last Crusade yeah, several times, yep. but I'd never seen the first two. So as of God, eight months ago, I saw both the first and the second one for the very first time all the way through. I'd seen bits and pieces, but I had never actually seen the films. So like within the past year, I have seen the first two Indiana Jones movies in, in, in their entirety for the very first time. It's, it's one of those movies, Raiders, where when I was younger, it was Last Crusade was my favorite. It, 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 Last Crusade and Raiders flip-flop depending on my mood <laughs> as my, which one is my favorite because when i was younger it was last crusade because I, yeah. I mean but as i've matured and i rewatch raiders i'm like this is a perfect movie there is not a lot of problems <laughs> with this movie you know i know the big uh, big bang theory theory about the whole movie takes place whether indiana jones is in it or not the same thing, result happens which i think makes it even more perfect <laughs> <laughs> I, I, but yes, Raiders of Lost Ark is. I mean, it, 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 they taught this movie to me in school, where this the this is Spielberg at his probably best. So yeah, I, I oh, Raiders is so good. Uh, anyway, um, next three you, you have to see. This is Empire Strikes Back. You've seen this movie. Come on, absolutely. Okay, good. Uh, Jaws. You've seen this movie. Jaws. You've seen this movie. Jaws. It- Jaws you've seen this movie. Okay, does it, <laughs> I've seen most parts of this movie. And oh, I, my Lord. I don't think I've ever seen it start to finish. However, Stephanie made me visit Martha's Vineyard where they shot parts of the movie. Does that count? No. No, it doesn't. <laughs> so if somebody says smile, you son of a bitch, do you know what that means? No. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I feel so bad about myself right now. Oh man, I we were doing we did a sketch on this movie too. There's a whole scene <laughs> where it's 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 uh, Rob Robert Shaw and Richard Dreyfus and uh, Brody and the and the, the thing and they're talking about their scars. And he goes into Robert Shaw goes into this speech called it's called the Indianapolis speech. And we made a spoof about this or whatever. But uh, every when I first saw this movie, I didn't give a crap about. It. I just wanted the shark stuff. And when I got old again, when I got older, I started watching that scene again. I was like. You could make a movie about what he's talking about, which is a real occurrence when Indianapolis goes down and he's like, oh, ever all these sailors are in the ocean and one by one a shark comes and picks them off one by one throughout the night. And then, you know, it, it's, it's one of the most one of the greatest monologues of a movie ever is Robert Shaw and Jaws talking about the Indianapolis sinking. It's. Such a good movie, and the shark is great too. <laughs> but the shark was three, also there. The shark was also there. But the, the three, when you get older, when you, when you're young, it's like the shark, the shark, the shark. When you're older, and you watch the movie. It's the it's the those three guys, the way that Robert Shaw and Richard Dreyfuss. I, I, I'm blanking on this. Brody, the guy who plays Brody. I'm sorry, I'm very tired. Uh, <laughs> but yes, uh, their their camaraderie, their conversations. The Richard Dreyfuss, Robert Shaw relationship where it starts off antagonistic to getting uh, th- that's their arc. It's so good. Anyway, um, and of Remember? course, the the Godfather. I don't, this is the last one. You, you have to see the Godfather. I did because it was the um, it was on my list of movies when I made it a point to watch these movies that right. when I really like wanted to get into film and especially because I was on Midnight Shift, you know, years ago mm-hmm. and there was significant amount of downtime and I could watch these movies and I said, I, I got to knock these out. So that was one of the ones that I, I had to have watched. I think it was one of the first couple that I started that I, that I wanted to knock off the list. Um, I never got around to three because I'm told I should definitely stop can, after two. You, can, Yeah. Two is the people. I think this is the better one. Some people say two is the better one. Two is a the longer one. Uh, but, uh, and I love two. three is kind of like, 
you could just, you know, when you watch your favorite athlete and you, they're in their prime and you're just, you know, and then you see them like when they're about to retire and it's like glimmers of what they used to be, but it's not the same. That's kind of Godfather three where it's like, oh, this is nowhere near as good as the other two. Nowhere near as good. And it has the entire cast, except for um, Robert Duvall is not in the third one, but it, it, most of the cast is there. It's just not as good. It's just, it doesn't hit any beats that you're just like, oh, this is good stuff. Because you can, I've I've been quizzed and tested on Godfather 1. And, you know, it's it's the, it's not even my favorite movie of all time, but it's just one of those movies where you got to watch before you die. Yeah. I didn't put Citizen Kane on this list, which is another one, but. Uh, which I never a, saw before. Yeah, I, I figured you hadn't. I think you had told me you hadn't seen it. That's why I didn't put it on here. Yeah. Which is another five of Star Wars. But it's one of those movies where you got to watch. Where you're like, okay, I've seen it. I get it. I The brilliance of this at the time, unheard of. There's a show coming out where it shows the, uh, I forget the name of it. I think it's called The Offer. And it's about how they made The Godfather. It's coming oh. out with Miles Teller probably next month. But oh, yeah, nice. I, I'm, I'm going to watch that because it. it if you ever listen to the story of how the Godfather and Godfather Two were made, it's it's a movie unto itself, and it's not a show unto itself. But yes, Godfather is it's uh, one of those things. It's one of those things. So I'm curious to see what my score was because okay, you got you got, you got one two. So you said nah, I'll give you Jaws. I, I, I still don't know why you said <sighs> one two three four five six seven seven. Hold seven on, out wait, of wait, 15. Wait, 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 seven. Wait, 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 wait. You haven't seen. Yeah, seven. Seven out of 50. You you got over your quota. You got under mine. <laughs> I wanted three more. So it looks like I have homework and I feel bad about myself at the same time. Feel bad about yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to guilt you. <laughs> and that is what. And we didn't even say it one time, but I. But at the same time, what the hell is the matter with me? Well, um, there's many, many things. <laughs> All right, let's wrap it up. DJ, thank you very much for being my guest tonight. I know that um, this was more so for, for me and, and my own pleasure because I, I got to have you on and I wanted to have you on, on the show for you know a while. And um, again, thank you so much for all your help when it came to me wanting to venture into the podcast world. You were my guru for that. So oh, um, I'm always at your disposal, no problem. Um, and thank you for making me feel bad about myself. Of course. For- <laughs> My job in, right in the film and the films I've seen and, and things that I need to seriously catch up on. But um, what I like to do for all of my guests is give them the opportunity to say anything that they want to to leave our listeners with uh, any last words that they have. So if you Roy have Schreider, anything- I'm Roy Schreider is his name. <laughs> I was like, what the hell is Brody's name? I keep, I blanked out. I'm sorry, guys. I'm tired. I'm old. Uh, Roy Scheider, uh, watch the Simplicity Group or listen to the Simplicity Group podcast or watch this Simplicity uh, Simply 15 on YouTube and just search Simplistic Reviews or, you know, not. I don't really want to guilt you. I, I'm here to guilt Freddie. So if yeah, you want to watch well, it, that's cool. If not, guilt, guilt me, then I'll guilt them. You should, yeah, want, guilt- you, should, you should listen to Simplistic Reviews podcast. If you like film and TV, check them out. And if you like kids, Go, go to bed because <laughs> if you if you don't want if you want us to dement <laughs> dement your children put put them right next to the, the the ipod or the laptop or the youtube channel and let them listen to about five minutes of the Reviews podcast where we drop curse words you didn't know were invented yet because <laughs> we just made them up good night everybody Good night, Daddy. Good night, baby.